The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest. Catherine Kaminsky is with us. She is chief research strategist, also a portfolio manager at Alpha Simplex Group on the line from Boston. Catherine, thanks for being with us on Fed Minutes Day, if I can put it that way. It seems like when you read the minutes here, they're really trying to bring the plane in to do a a bit of a soft landing here. Is that your takeaway? Definitely. I mean, but think about it from their perspective. They know what they have to do but they don't want to stress out the market. So they need to kind of tread lightly because they have to stay steady given the current economic conditions we have with inflation. So are we any wiser about the future path of rates after those minutes? I would say for me, it's more a signal that it's go ahead because of course they're going to say that they're concerned. Of course, they're going to try and quell the market and try and get people to calm down. Uh, From our side and more of a technical side, we're definitely seeing um, that longer term signals could definitely signal to, again, rising rates. And that to me just is sort of a a sign that this could actually really happen again, and we're going to continue to see them hold steady. Well, they're saying slower pace of rate hikes at some point. That seems like it's a logical thing to say, and some expression of anxiety about the risk of over-tightening, which kind of goes back to the point that I was trying to make earlier about being able to engineer a soft landing. Statistically, it's, it's highly improbable. I mean, could we potentially be looking at a situation where the Fed is successful in that effort? Well, I mean, that's the point is that the challenge is you have really rough tools, right? So you have monetary policy, which is not, you know, a direct link to inflation, but can help. And so I think that's where they're kind of trying to figure out what they can do, but it's clearly not going to be a straight line and there's going to be missteps like there already have been in the past. I mean, if you think about it, they were too late to act already and that's part of the problem that we're having now. And so I think when they say at some point, at some point means different things to different people. So, you know, it definitely is something to help people understand that this is not in perpetuity, but that you know, it is going to be something they're going to have to weigh again and again to determine how what the next course of action is going to be. So how does this inform your strategy? We've had a story today here in Australia about pension funds de-risking, adding treasuries. Does that look like a wise move to you? So we've actually seen a very large amount of de-risking since June. Um, pretty much across the board, people have been taking off shorts, which were pretty um, pretty strong earlier this year. So I think de-risking is exactly what we're seeing right now as well. This idea that we need to wait and see uh, what the the future direction is going to be. And I think you're seeing that in the equities markets as well, given the level of equity markets and the amount of recovery, it's less 
um, you know, undervalued than it was earlier. So I think people are starting to pause and try and figure out, um, is it time to maybe be a little more risk averse and wait until we know a little bit better what's going to happen next? So, Catherine, we've been talking about uh, the Fed minutes trying to break those down, the path of inflation. How has your market outlook changed recently? Where, where are you investing at the moment based on uh, what you've been hearing over the past few weeks? Well, I mean, I think what's challenging right now is we have to ask ourselves whether we're in a recovery uh, for the equity markets or whether we're sort of in a period where we might go back into this bear trend, like you said, about the 200-day moving average. And I think from our side, what's interesting today is that from a cross-asset perspective, we really saw that inflation trade rising rates, strong dollar trade come roaring back as soon as there was some indication that really we're going back to this raising rate environment, despite the fact that people thought that the Fed and other central bankers would back off. And so I think from my perspective, uh, where we look at a lot of trends across multiple asset classes, it looks like that particular trend may come back in vogue and we might start to see a potential reversal and some more give back in equities in the next few weeks. Um, as we know that, you know, this rate right rate hike environment may actually come to fruition. So let's take a, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt there, but take a step back with us and and take a look at kind of global markets. We focus a lot in this program about uh, what's happening in Asia, just on a valuation basis and the differential that we're seeing between the U.S., let's say, and China, for example. Is that enough to, to pique your interest? Yeah, I mean, if you're seeing that, especially in other asset classes, the dollar in particular has been the biggest winner this summer. Um, It's given back some recently. But if you think about the relative positioning of the U.S. just having stronger numbers um, and some of the concerns for slowdown in China and some of the issues there, um, you're really seeing a lot of that come out more in the currency markets as well as in some relative signaling in the equity markets as well. So on the balance of probabilities, if you're looking at equities, uh, do you still continue to look to the U.S. first? At this point, um, we've really seen, of course, certain areas such as the Nikkei, the Topix, some other uh, signals were coming on the long side, a little bit more strong recovery recently. Uh, But all in all, I think the thing that we've really noticed is that there's very, very mixed signals in equities right now. And that means that we really have to see a little bit more confirmation about what really happens when we do actually see uh, rate rises and if we do really see the slowdown that we're expecting. And mm-hmm. so from that perspective, we may you know, have a little bit more indication within the next two to three months. And that's why people are taking risk off the table because there's really very little confirmation in any direction in terms of what is going to happen. And I think that's a difficult place as an investor. What do you do uh, right now? So one of the key threads within the inflation narrative has been the energy complex. And we've seen a pretty dramatic pullback. Uh, Today's pop in WTI here in New York, notwithstanding, but oil prices are down pretty substantially. When you look at the charts, I know you get involved with a lot of uh, technical analysis. I mean, do you like what you see here? Is it favorable when you examine crude oil? Are we going to see lower crude oil prices? 
that is actually one of the signals in the commodity basket that has held the strongest for us. Um, we've seen a massive, you know, sort of mixing of signals. So earlier this summer, energy has remained a little bit more bullish. We've seen instead negative signals and, and short signals in areas like copper, base metals, um, precious metals as well. So when you think about commodities, I think the question is going to be, are the issues of with commodities really over? Um, and in that sense, there's actually still some tailwind that we might have a reversal of that trend in the future, as we really haven't solved any of the energy problems that exist already. Mm, yeah. And we're coming into the North American winter season. Yeah, um, Catherine, uh, we're out of time, unfortunately. Catherine Kaminsky, Chief Research Strategist and Portfolio Manager at Alpha Simplex Group. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.